0: Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. The Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Welcome to the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. I'm Ken Decker.
1: And I'm Yetta Decker.
0: And together we form part of the Decker Team. And I'm kind of really excited about today's show.
1: I'm excited about every show. Don't let him fool you. Every show, every time we connect with you, it is a joy and a pleasure and just a lot of fun.
0: And hopefully you get some, glean a little bit of, you know, knowledge or, or insight maybe into us or how, you know, our experience will help you with your experience in your home.
1: Well, perspective. Maybe sometimes it's just about getting a slightly different perspective when you hear it coming from another. And other times, I'm hoping what you get is confirmation. So maybe yeah. today is a little bit about confirmation, perspective, insight, counsel, and maybe even a little bit of growth.
0: And today we're talking about the fourth financial wealth formula today. We're doing the well part of the complete wealth formula, this is the fourth star we're talking about, which is financial.
1: In relation to making your house a home. So how did we make our house into a home? And we've talked about that on previous shows in relation to relational aspect, the physical aspect of your life, your being, the spiritual aspect. And today we're going to chat about the financial aspect. And specifically, we're going to look at two of the Spokes, I guess is what you call them, in the star. And that is leverage and blueprint. And the next week we'll talk about mental. And yeah. then the you're going to have
0: a special guest on because, you know, I'm just not capable of talking about
1: that. <laughs> mental wealth is really the point of the sixth yeah. or the fifth show actually will be the complete wealth formula and then mental wealth being the focus. And I will have a special guest. yes. She's amazing, actually.
0: Because most people think about wealth as money. Money or assets or possessions. Um, To me, having a wealthy life Mm. is five... It's a five-star, five-pointed star. Points.
1: That's what I meant to say instead of spokes. Spokes. Yeah, Yeah. spokes are on a wheel. Right. Okay, so stars. I know. Five points on the star. I couldn't find my word. So sometimes... The brilliance comes from Ken to help me when my brilliance has gone missing. (laughs) How's that? That
0: That's beautiful.
1: All right. So making your house a home. In relation to financial. So today the show actually happens to be financial. It's the, when we actually draw the stars out, even though it's not the way we're airing them, financial is the fifth of the five.
0: Yeah, because it's really, we might think it's the most important but it's the least important in having a wealthy
1: life. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And when Ken wrote the Wealth Formula book <laughs> several years ago, he really wove into it a lot of relational truths, a lot of physical truths, spiritual truths, mental truths to create a wealthy life. So it's actually woven in because that's a story. So it's not just a static book on finances alone. So financial wealth is our focus today, and we have come to recognize how much broader it really was. And without really giving it a lot of thought, we already knew that back when we were writing the financial wealth formula, that we're going to rename it because it's going to become the complete wealth formula with and on finances, this one book. Uh, and he's writing another book right now for parents of kids, 1 to 21, which will follow that same context. With all kinds of books in the, in the background, waiting to be... Uh,
0: which is your next book?
1: I'm not telling. <laughs> okay. Because I'm not sure. It's the one I'm writing right now, and yet I'm not sure if it's the one that's going to come out next or whether something else is going to come out next. Awesome. So I don't want to say because yeah. I don't know. And
0: some people think that we're just authors. Do they really? No. No.
1: Only, well, actually, yes. If we're in an environment where we're speaking to authors or we're speaking on a book or how to write a book, we just were part of a the keynote, actually, at a conference in Ottawa, which was writers. And so then they don't realize that we're actually realtors first. And I, realtors, I say first, because that's what came first. And mm-hmm. everything else was birthed out of helping people make houses into homes.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because we actually we work more than full-time yeah, I know. at helping people with their real estate needs and yet you so some people say well when do you find time to write and for me it's when we're on holidays yeah we take a week off and we go south somewhere in the winter or two weeks and i'll write almost every day
1: well pretty much every day
0: yeah, yeah. so and that's when i managed to get my writing in
1: yeah and I tend to write better by speaking. Who knew, right? Oh. <laughs> That's a surprise to all of you, right? Anyway, so speaking is easier for me, so I'll often speak it and then have it translated. Well, well, tra- yeah, they actually have to translate it some too. They're <laughs> just really transcribed. It's probably what I meant to say. And yet there's some translation needed because I don't speak quite the way somebody would want to read the written word.
0: Yeah. So, so today we're going to... We're going to do this neat thing because we're there's five points on the star yeah and we're going to talk about leverage and blueprint and i'd like to talk about blueprint first if that's okay,
1: okay. is that okay with you it's okay with me is it okay with you <laughs> i'm hoping it's okay with you
0: yeah because sometimes we have a blueprint and our blueprint well not sometimes we always have a blueprint in every area of our life and our financial blueprint can sometimes interfere with where we'd like to go or where god would like us to go because you know we may not feel we are justified to live in a certain size or style or neighborhood because that's not where our parents lived or the type of home that our parents lived in um you also if you're a couple you probably both brought in two different blueprints
1: well guaranteed what do you mean probably yeah Unless you were raised in the same home, you probably have two different blueprints. Yep, exactly. And even well, you know what, even if you were raised in the same home, cuz I look at my siblings and I can look at Ken's siblings and we all had in in the home similar exposure and yet because of who we are as individuals, it landed on us differently. So a blueprint is just really nothing more than because I think a little bit of a definition, because when you first started talking about financial blueprints, it's like, what are you talking about? I understand blueprints when it comes to a house. Because well, that's, that's how we... it's
0: put together, right? So your blueprint is how you're put together in different areas of your life. So today we're talking about a financial blueprint. And for some, might be you, you're thinking, well, I don't leverage my house or I don't, uh, don't want to live in too big a house. I want to be a very modest house. And sometimes, you know, we, we say there's people that are live in the higher-end homes. They're still mm-hmm. great people and they need connection with great people. So you're in that, that um, neighborhood probably for a reason. Right. Whether you're in a higher-end neighborhood or a medium neighborhood or even some people purposely move to a low-end neighborhood mm-hmm. to influence the neighborhood.
1: Right. The people yeah. in the neighborhood, not yeah. so much the neighborhood. Yeah. It's always about the people, right? So Absolutely. So we, we did start on the complete wealth formula with relational, because really, outside a relationship, there is nothing.
0: Mm. That's true.
1: Right? And so the financial is an important piece. So our financial blueprint was a little bit, well, they're all interesting, but I'll say that ours was interesting. And one of the behaviors that we, and I don't even know that I learned it from my parents. I think this one came from you.
0: Yeah, and let me say that you can change your financial blueprint.
1: Yes, we have.
0: Yeah, significantly. And as a matter of fact, we changed it significantly through reading and learning and applying of different uh, skills and, and information we had learned. But what was interesting, even just uh, it was about one year ago now, yeah. I found that I had another financial blueprint. It's kind of a ceiling of achievement that I couldn't get through that i didn't realize i wasn't getting through i was sabotaging our financial well-being because we were starting to have more assets than what i thought was okay subconsciously not consciously this is your blueprint is subconscious
1: most of it is not something that you necessarily think about and once ken got the awareness and i must say he got the awareness in a room of 100 people <laughs> in australia And he had the privilege of getting it in front of the room with the microphone in his hand and actually taking the chair of the person that was running the conference.
0: And sharing my aha around how my blueprint has caused us to lose a significant amount of money because I was making reckless financial decisions.
1: Right. Something so simple as... I'm going to invest in this. Looks like a good investment on the outside. And maybe in this particular scenario, every spidey sense in my being, every hair on the back of my neck stood up at attention and said, terrible idea. Yes, I know you've done your due diligence. I know that it looks good. He's got a lot of land. There's, you know, he's, not been to jail before. He's not been caught a fraud before. I know that it all sounds right. I'm just telling you it's not right. And even though that was a warning, Mm -hmm. that's just one example. That I didn't heed. Did not, couldn't hear it because somewhere in his subconscious, somewhere in his blueprinting, he didn't really feel we could go ahead and have success there anyway, because it was going to take us beyond what was comfortable. And so, gave them lots of money. It's all gone. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And so, learning from those blueprints is kind of cool because I don't think now we'll ever make that choice again because awareness. Once you have awareness of your blueprint, can actually do something about it.
0: Yeah. And so, that starts to, your financial decisions start to affect whether your home is a house or a home. Yeah. And whether you can even keep it.
1: That's right. Do we even have a space or do we have to um, live in somebody else's space? I mean, there was a time where you lived in a room of someone's house. Yeah. There was a time I lived in a basement apartment because that's what, A, I thought I could do. And there was a time, actually, if we think about our kids. Um, their financial blueprints are kind of interesting, too, because they're a mixture of both of ours plus the things we had learned by the time they were old enough, plus the rewriting of our blueprints that we'd learned to that point. And not all the way, because we're just learning things now, and our kids have been mm-hmm. gone for a decade.
0: Yeah. Um, and that they, they understand the importance of real estate, owning real estate, right. in a financial blueprint.
1: And that's part of their blueprint. So yes. by the time they were 20, they both decided they should own their own homes. Did that just... Happen? Well, no. Well, it kind of did, except it was part of their blueprinting that caused them to do that. Ryan chose one route, and that was to make lots of money in the summers and go tree planting out west and work really, really hard in the most ridiculous outfits, I might add. But that's just part of Ryan's zaniness. And save enough money after a couple of summers of that, that in college he could buy his own home. Now, we didn't, Require co signing from us and our blueprinting, and our belief, and our belief on leverage was that that was a wise thing for him to leverage our financial stability because he had the down payment, it, we weren't going to pay anything toward it, and he could just use our um, what do you call that?
0: Our credit rating, yeah, our credit rating. <laughs>
1: there you go, use our credit rating. So he leveraged us to get his house. And he lived.
0: And we felt it was okay to co-sign for that because it's a physical asset that okay. we're very secure in the valuation of a property. And it gave him an opportunity to learn to be a landlord and to uh, look after a house and really mature. Really, it's a, it's, a, it's a big maturing feature. Now, interesting enough, my dad's blueprint, when, when we were married and I needed a new car, we needed a new car because somebody ran the other one into another car. That was and me. Okay, he usually just <laughs> says
1: somebody and, and then every so often he'll say my name yeah. and I'll own up to in my early days.
0: It was my first car.
1: I know. I was a very nervous driver, which meant I was a very dangerous driver. I haven't had an accident in a really long time now.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: (laughs) And in the first few years, it was a pretty regular occurrence to the point that, uh, yeah. I got tired of fixing
0: it. Yeah. And and the last one really did it in.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we'll own up to that. So
0: my dad's blueprint was you buy a new car.
1: Right. You don't buy a used car.
0: Right. Which is now my blueprint more. I have bought new cars since, but... Most of the time I buy a used car now.
1: Because two to three years old, that's not too high on mileage. Somebody else has taken the depreciation and it's just
0: And I'd rather put the extra money into real estate.
1: Right. It's just good financial sense from where we're sitting. And that's the blueprint we've taught our kids.
0: Yes. And so my dad came alongside and said, hey, let's let's, uh, buy a new car. I'll co-sign for you. So I bought a 1982 Dodge Charger, remember that?
1: Oh, I remember that.
0: With a stick shift,
1: which, which meant... neither
0: neither one of us knew how to drive. Right.
1: And the first time in the car, this was not creating a nice home environment <coughs> at all, because we had grandma in the car after we picked up the car, Ken's grandma, and we were driving her up to visit the rest of the family. We put her in the back seat, I guess, well, we had to. of a Dodge Charger. We took turns. They were of, small
0: then, not big like they no, are today.
1: Attempting to drive this car, and we called it the kangaroo gear because that poor car jumped all the way to Barry.
0: Well, because uh, we kept starting in third. I we, know. Didn't realize we didn't realize how was to get home. into first. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, like, <laughs> it was tough. Anyway, but so that set up our, our financial situation for not being able to buy a home right away because we had this car loan we were renting. Right. Uh, we got into debt. We had big
1: debt fast. The, yeah, we, twenty-one and three-quarter percent for that car loan.
0: Yes, it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know you're and all it, cringing right now, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. I'm even cringing.
0: But you know what? It's because financial decisions are quite often emotional decisions, mm. not rational brain decisions. And so that's another thing. Look at your blueprint when it comes to spending money. Do you make money spending decisions? from the emotion, or is it a spiritual and mental decision to spend money? And that's where we had to move our... our, because we actually gathered up debt, gathered up visa debt. It got harder and harder to pay our bills. Now, one of my blueprints is taught from my parents, is you work hard, you always pay your bills, you pay them on time, and if you got to work overtime or extra or take a second job, that's what you do, because you always pay your bills. So it started to affect our home life because of the, the bills, and the, being able to pay them.
1: Well, and in fact, we didn't. We could only rent our home. Well, and it was really a house because you can imagine with that much financial chaos and paying car loans at twenty-one and three-quarter percent that you had no business in getting in the first place. Mm-hmm. And having a new car that I would then crash that car too because it's not like it stopped just because it wasn't. Did you crash that one? Oh yeah.
0: I don't even remember that.
1: It's okay. It's a good thing you didn't remember that. <laughs> anyway, there isn't a car we had in those first probably eight or nine years of marriage I didn't crash. So, let's.
0: You only wrote off two of them.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> do we have to tell all of Yetta's secrets?
0: <laughs> we could do a show on the, the number of accidents.
1: <laughs> You're gonna make it. I mean, I drive pretty much for a living, so now it's I'm. It's safe good. to
0: drive with her now. It's it, I'm it not is. It's scary
1: safe. anymore. I'm not nervous anymore. I was a nerve. Okay. If you just knew where it all started, you'd almost feel good for me anyway, or feel sorry for me or something.
0: Yeah. I don't think you've had an accident in uh, ooh, probably 20 years.
1: Okay. There so, you go. Okay. So let's that's not good, make eh? it sound so bad. Okay. No, that's awesome. Okay. Fantastic. So. <laughs> I am so lost now because I just feel like I've been completely lost. <laughs> well we're talking over. about blueprint. I and know. so
0: our blueprint was to get into debt. And and then we went to the bank to get their best solution for us. And that was a consolidation loan. And it made the pain go away. And actually they lowered the price of the car loan because now interest rates have gone down a little bit. I think we got it sixteen or seventeen percent. And the visa bill that was at twenty eight percent, that got rolled in at so and then they gave us, you know, spread it over 10 years and get a nice, easy payment.
1: Right.
0: Well, we did that a couple of times.
1: Three. Three, yeah. Three is
0: the odd couple, right? Isn't it? No, yeah. no, three. Three, anyways. That's not more. Three's more than company. What's uh, the. <laughs> three's was. company. That's what it is. Um,
1: Two's company, three's a crowd.
0: Yeah, you could say that too. So, three consolidation loans. Uh, I'm a thorough learner. It took a few times to learn. And yet, then we wanted to get our first house. And so, when we went to buy our first house, we were still in that debt cycle.
1: Oh, for, for many years yeah. after that. And that... we weren't
0: realtors. So, no. we did some things that aren't quite allowed. We didn't even know. But we know. didn't know.
1: We were completely. We didn't know. We didn't.
0: I know. <laughs> I know we didn't know. And so, we got a, a, a gift from a family member, from, our, from your aunt. aunt and uncle.
1: They were the ones that were financially savvy enough. Yes. And and I'm going to say maybe naive enough.
0: To loan us money. To (laughs)
1: loan us money. Well, it was supposed to be a gift. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I think we paid it back.
0: I think we did. Anyway, uh, so that was like five grand. And then we went to the bank and we said, we bought this house. We need uh, appliances. And so the bank loaned us, I think it was $10,000 for brand new appliances which we then use for our down payment. Right. And bought used appliances on a visa card for like $1200. Yep. And so we did some things that really you're not allowed to do.
1: Yeah, in ignorance.
0: Yes, totally. So total as ignorance.
1: a realtor we would help you not to do those things. We'll still be very creative in offering solutions as to how to do it legally. Legal creativity, legally. Yeah. Legal creativity <laughs> rather than creativity that just wasn't a good idea.
0: Yeah. And so we bought our first house. And my goal was to own a house by the time we were 25. Right. Was it a house or or an investment property? I forget. Anyway, we got a house.
1: Yeah, we did. And And it wasn't a home.
0: No. It was full of strife.
1: It was full of strife.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we were there for about two years. Now it was in Elmer and the taxes were killing us because we lived in a different province and we worked in we worked in um, Ontario. Ontario and lived in Quebec that was not a good situation. So we bought another house. And when we bought that house, I remember thinking, "Oh my goodness, we have spent so much money." I think it was basically double because our was, townhouse was like triple. 59 and we paid 128 mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was double. And I thought we are going to be house broke. And yet what was interesting was Really, life changed for us. We were more in the country. We did less eating out. We did different things. Uh, Within the first five years, we completely finished the basement, paid all of that. And um, when the mortgage came up at five years, the interest rates had dropped. So we actually increased our payment and dropped our amortization. So instead of 20 years, we dropped it to 15. And then the next time we did it again... And so within 15 years, we had the house paid off.
1: Yeah, and I think we started with a 25-year amortization at the very beginning. Yeah. And, yeah, so...
0: In 15 years, we had the house paid off, and we were ready to build our next home.
1: Right, and that's where leverage comes in. We actually use the leverage of that house once it was paid off to start to buy investment properties. Yes, we did. Right? And so leveraging in your house may be leveraging other people's money to finish a basement. I mean, that could be a wise choice if you need the extra space for your family.
0: Rather than moving.
1: Rather than moving. Like that may be a really wise choice. So there's lots of different ways of using leverage. It's not always about investment property. And
0: it was accidental, our first leverage, because you buy a home with whatever percentage down. Most people don't Mm. pay 100% cash, so they're leveraging the house. And real estate prices were going up six seven percent a year, and so what was happening was the yes, we had a mortgage payment, but our mortgage payment would have been what we were paying for rent anyways, right. and now the value of the house on the whole thing was going up, but we only had twenty percent down initially right and so accidentally we learned the power of leverage because we started building equity. So not only did we pay our house off uh, in the 15 years, it also went from being worth 128. I think we sold it for 289, was it? 275? Somewhere in there, right? So it almost well it did. It doubled in value and we'd paid it off. So that's the power of real estate. And being able to turn that house into a home because now financial stress was gone.
1: Right. Pretty Which much, was pretty, right? yeah. Yeah. Except and, for this blueprint that we talked about at the beginning that still got in our way. So...
0: Yeah, but that was a higher blueprint. That was kind of a ceiling right. blueprint, right? Because it's like, who am I to to create this amount of wealth? And then it, it came to me that like, who am I not to because the great things that we can do with it for other people...
1: Right, whether it's a village in Africa where we've been able to build some homes, whether it's part of legacy for our kids, whether it's some of the ministry, some of the homeless in Ottawa. I mean, there's so many different things we're involved with that we couldn't be. Yes. Right? So, exactly. so that's kind of cool. So yeah. in relation to a house, a home, we've only got a few more minutes in relation yes. to the financial. What would you say is... Um, Maybe the most vital piece for someone to ask themselves about.
0: Ooh, vital piece around financial in a home. Sometimes people will buy a house that's cheaper, go out in the country. They fail to factor in, A, the gas and maintenance and, mm-hmm. and replacement of a car earlier. And maybe you got to have two cars now. And the other thing they fail to factor in... And uh, we're actually going to talk about it on another show, is the number of hours they spend in the vehicle mm. going to and from work as opposed to the number of hours they get to spend with their family. And so we'll do some calculations on that in, in an upcoming show. The other thing that's important to know, and and some people want to live in the country, and that's oh, fine. Oh, we just, did? Yeah, you just... You just got to make that financial calculation that it's not just the house, it's the car and the depreciation and all that. You got to make sure that that's the right financial decision for you, for your home.
1: Right. Financial as well as the impact, because so many of our financial decisions impact other things, Mm -hmm. right? Like, can we go out and eat now? Because I now, and I like to go out to a restaurant. I don't actually do that. No, you don't. I don't. I prefer to eat at home. I so prefer you, Ken cook for me So you liked that home. when
0: we moved to the country. I
1: loved it because it meant we couldn't go out as often. So each decision we make impacts how we live in our home.
0: Yes. And whether it's a house or a home for us. Because that's individual for you as well.
1: Mm.
0: And understanding if there's going to be people living with you, what really makes a home for them as well. And then... Sometimes making that buying decision, you know, some people have decided, well, instead of buying a cottage, financially, we're going to put an extra hundred or 200000 into a house, and we're going to buy one on the water close to Ottawa, so that I don't have to pack up and go to a cottage. We have that cottage lifestyle right here where we are. Every day. So yeah. if
1: you've just joined us on the Complete Wealth Formula, you've missed a great... Show on the Inside Track, and you're going to want to go back and listen to this or watch this, and this is show number four in a series of six, so you'll want to go find those either in a podcast or in a video show at deckerteam.com or chri.ca. We would love to hear... How have you turned your house into a home in relation to the financial aspects with leverage and or your blueprints? Or what are you going to do? You can connect with us at info at DeckerTeam.com or you can find us on Facebook. We'd love to connect with you there as well. Thanks for joining us.